Unveiled with Neva Nessa, a Go Loud original podcast. Hello, hello, welcome back to episode. What are you giggling at? Sorry, it's my favourite part of the podcast. <laughs> As you all know, me and Nessa fight over this part of the podcast. But welcome back to 28. Episode 28 is brought to you by Go Loud, of course. I hope you all enjoyed last week's episode with Bonnie. I thought it was like really, really nice, interesting, lovely chat. I just feel like she's such a gorgeous, dedicated gal. But actually on the back of that, you know, I always love when you girls message me after episodes and give us feedback. I just always enjoy what you think of the episode or sometimes we actually had some really fun questions that came in as well. But I had about four girlies on to it, the mushroom caps. Oh, yeah. Mushroom capsules. Yeah, so I obviously gave them the information. I said, look, you know, I'm now a nutritional advisor, but you can just get them in the health shop. And it was just interesting to see, like, people take them. And is this going to be another little trend? But I think there's, like, a lot of science behind them for them helping. More like so. a natural It is natural a natural buzz. How, um, how is it going for you? Yeah, I think fine. Although I didn't sleep last night and I put it, I was awake at every point of air in the night and you know you're that restless that I, like I had every meditation on known to man um, I can't, I don't know why I, a couple of American meditations were coming on I was like get them off you know how we feel about them oh jeez I just had to do you not ever feel like I always know if I've had a rough month if like sometimes I'll go in on Spotify and <laughs> I'll like listen to like my most recently played and like then I'll come on shuffle and it'll be like this heavy rain and I'm like oh god it's <laughs> obviously when I wasn't sleeping <laughs> Or normally when well, I'm with was, you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, just tossing and turning. But then I put it up that I was like, oh, I haven't slept. And it's something got to do with the full moon. I don't know how true that is, but like they I do They blame the moon it. on everything. They do, don't they? They blame the weather and everything, the change in weather and everything. Well, now Debbie was out causing a ruckus yesterday, wasn't she? Jesus, yeah. Was that yesterday? That was yesterday, she yeah. wasn't that bad. Oh, she was bad where I was. Me and Jamie were going to leave the house at 20 past seven. We were like, we best not leave. Really? Yeah, the public transport and everything was not on until like 11, 12. Well, around our area anyway, a whole giant tree fell in Ranla. Yeah, you're in the leafy suburbs. I'm in the leafy suburbs. Dangerous there, baby, in the storm. Well, yeah, no, it was nice to see the girls. So I feel like we're all going to be on a little mushroom cap journey together. Godspeed. Mm. Well, speaking of mushrooms, did you hear about that woman in, I think it might have been New Zealand or Australia. It was Australia. I'm always coming for the Australians, sorry. But she <laughs> killed three people with like death trap mushrooms or something like that. What? what? Yeah, she baked it in to a beef wellington and killed... Oh my God, she chopped it up. Oh my God. I'm not sure what her cooking no, I'm just was. Thinking, I was actually yeah. watching um, a beef wellington tutorial like literally the other day. These made in Chelsea people were doing a tutorial on it and the mushroom actually goes on top of the beef. So she obviously handpicked them, put them on the beef yeah. wellington and... She killed three diners and one was hospitalised and the alleged story is that she had planned to poison her husband, but he never showed up to the dinner. So has she been, oh my God, from the mushrooms? Yeah. That's she said she reportedly unknowingly bought the deadly mushrooms from, sorry, when I read deadly mushrooms, I think like they're deadly mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> like the dangerous mushrooms from a grocery store. And the poisons were accidental. Oh my God, that's absolutely nice. mental. And you know, I've heard a friend of mine is a nurse 
And she said during COVID, a lot of people were going up to the mountains and picking like wild mushrooms. Yeah. And some of them, I'd say four or five people actually went into like some sort of liver and kidney. Stop. Sort of yeah, from poisonous mushrooms. Wow. They're obviously just going up for the crack. I think they were going up now. I think I'd say they were going up to get these mad hallucinogenic mushrooms. Yeah. But unfortunately, like they were really bad and ended up sending their kidneys. Did they die? Fi- yeah. No, they no, they didn't die. No, they didn't die. Jeez, I don't think I'd bring that up now if they died. But yeah, that's mad. So guys, be careful if you're going out picking mushrooms. Don't be picking deadly cap ones. No, no deadly mushrooms. Although speaking of like a travesty dinner, <laughs> I was actually having like negotiation tactics with my boyfriend here before we started this. Remember I was saying that we'd bought that stupid piece of beef? You still have that piece yeah, of beef? Yeah, it goes off tomorrow, right? <laughs> I know. And we're like, we, every time we're out my fridge... What type of beef is this? I told you. I don't know. I could only describe it as a piece of beef. I don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> right? Every time I'm out my fridge, I'm, she's like, cook me. I'm like, I will. And then she's like, it was 15 euro. Pick me. Pick me. Choose me. me. Why don't you like me? I'm like, you're <laughs> so... Oh, you're just... You're a mess. She's just, she's just not great. But anyway, I wouldn't really be great now... I wonder if the best concept of money, but like I know it's bad when it's eroding at me. I was like, that was 15 euro. Like, I can't throw that 15 out. 15 euro? Yeah. Oh my God. So, anyway, you're meant to sear it, okay? Okay, yeah. And then put it into the oven, right? Okay. So then, this sounds like a fill out of beef. So, David texted me there. He's on, he's, he's, on, <laughs> he's on dinner today. So, like, I knew he was going to try tackle the beef while I was okay. gone. Okay. And all day I was like, I wonder when the text is going to come in. I was like, <laughs> fuck that beef, right? So anyway, I came in at six o'clock. Okay. Which is mildly alarming. I thought it would have been on already. But anyway, he's like, I'm not going to sear it. I'm just going to fuck it in the oven. And I'm like, David, please. Oh no. Right. So then it gets worse. I was like, do we even, even have anything to have it with it? Like, do you know what you're going to do? Like, you're going to do the gravy. So you're going to like put it on a bed of veg or whatever. He's like, no. He's like, we'll just have sandwiches. <laughs> roast beef sandwiches oh god look. I can't go home like I can't I'd rather go home to Jamie the Say, fish and if eggs that's beef if, okay I'm just picturing it now because Jamie's into like his red meat and he has often bought a pork belly or a fillet of beef and yeah. he definitely sears it before and sticks it in the oven yeah and that should be like cooked medium rare I'm sure yeah. but like onions in the tray getting yeah, like, juice and saying. garlic and then a sandwich a sandwich and he's just trying <laughs> And he keeps writing back about a laugh he faces because it's like I'm here and he's there so I'm at the mercy of what that man cooks. Maybe he's winding you up. I don't think he is. And then I just got a text. Although maybe we might be back on a more positive path because he just asked me where the peeler was. Oh. Unless he's shaving the bread. But I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Shaving the crust off the bread. Yeah, but I'll keep his... I think I'd honestly rather a deadly mushroom yeah. than a roast beef sandwich. <laughs> Oh. oh God, speaking of actually, um, even though we're like talking about dinners, I you got me hungry, but I'm trying to do, well, no, I eat food, well like my, I eat food <laughs> with this juice thing that I'm doing. Oh dear, I didn't when I did it. No, I think it's important, like I have a bottle of porridge every morning and then I do my juice thing. Because I just like go to the gym and lift weights, like I just I know, think it'd yeah. be so important. Well hang on, we're, we're, tell people what you have. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry. So I feel like I just need a little bit of health after Manchester and... <sighs> I just feel like I haven't really, we're moving out with the moment and we just haven't really been eating properly yeah. and we've kind of began a bit of takeaway here. and Like for convenience. Processed <clears throat> foods, like throwing the microwave and I just feel like my body needs a bit of health and I felt like I was coming down a little bit last mm. week with a bit of a cold, feel like I've battled it now. So using the juice 
as like a little pick me up. Yeah. And if anyone hasn't known, well, although my girlies that I have listened on here, I told you like last week or the week before that I booked my venue, said yes to the dress. I haven't actually announced that on my actual Instagram until like last night. And then once I actually told people out loud on Instagram to the public knowledge, I was like, oh shit, I should actually uh, get myself a little bit more in check. And funny enough, I haven't real organically because my trainer's now been on my case this week to be like, okay, I'm actually going to be on your case a little bit to be a little bit more accountable. Mm. You're going to be tracking your steps mm-hmm. and we're tracking your food and tracking. Get the you heart know, monitor out, girl. Get that. Oh my God, babe, I've been wearing it the last two days. I've been sharing it on my Instagram and say you're sick of me. Oh my God, I must be blocked. I haven't been seeing that. Oh, I've shared it twice. Once for yesterday and my Sunday run which was Sunday, Monday. Oh, I saw that stat thing. I didn't know what that was. That's what that's I didn't care for. <laughs> but I'm not actually, sorry, I'm not doing the juice cleanse, by the way, for like the wedding. I was actually just going to do this anyway because just to be healthy. And I even feel like if I was doing that juice cleanse 10 years ago, I wouldn't be having the bowl of porridge in the morning. Yeah. I'd be like really restricting myself and probably not even finishing the juices because that was like the toxic mindset that I had when I was younger. Yeah, your priority would have been like weight loss rather than like health benefits. Yeah. So like now you're like trying to plug in health nearly, like, is it? Yeah, really plug in health. Obviously, <laughs> I wouldn't mind tailoring off a few little pounds and <laughs> <laughs> you know, tailoring off a few little pounds to get into my dress and feel nice. Because I know, I don't know if any of you know, like I have actually, would you believe since like just the last two years and not really being myself, not really exercising, I actually have put on a total of eight kilos, which is actually grand. Mm. But I'd love to just knock off a couple of kilos mm. just for me to feel good on my wedding day. Like I'm not, I'm definitely not overweight, but just to, more to feel good on the wedding day. Yeah. But my mindset now is so different. I was just, honestly, th- it made me think of how toxic the mindset used to be when I was like in 18, 19, 20, 21. Mm-hmm before I started like actually getting really into, you know, nutrition yeah. and wellness and stuff, my immediate thing was to be like, okay, I need to go out on a run. I need to do like loads of these like Mekong class that I do in the gym. Like they're really high calorie burning class. Like you're, you're like dead by the end of them. <clears throat> and how like that's just so, I suppose, historically speaking, like, you know, what my mom should have always went to the gym or like looking at people on telly, cardio was such like yeah. a thing that you'd always do to lose weight. And my toxic trait was like going back on photos, seeing how skinny I was. I'm like, oh, I need to go on a run now to like, or do like a high fast cardio class. Yeah, but I feel like what other choice did you have if you were literally like a Western woman? Do you mm, know? I know. It's just like, we're just served all of that. Like even like, as soon as you get married, it's like all for the women. It's like the wedding diet, but it's mm-hmm. like they'd never say that to the groom. They're never like, oh, what oh, what diet are you going on or whatever? Yeah, do you know what I mean? I it's like part and parcel of like being a woman. I think we all do it and we're all trying to like break the thing. It's like, people equate success to how skinny you are or something yeah. isn't it yeah and it's like baked in with your wedding as well like even that famous Kate Moss quote nothing feels better than skinny does or something <laughs> that's um, a paraphrase it's paraphrase. nothing tastes as good as, as skinny feels did I not say that definitely no. not no <laughs> but yeah like even down to like I suppose my attitude towards food is a lot better but like I was thinking of like how that all stems from and you know even I remember Joanne McNally sharing this like really good video it was only a couple of weeks ago I really tried to find it because I actually wanted to see it again to remind myself of it because I remember being kind of stopped me in my tracks when I was watching I was like oh my god that's so true it was actually a couple of clips from different shows and one of the shows that it was was America's Next Top Model oh yeah and it was like she was coming up to be interviewed and it was this girl and they were like oh you'll definitely be a plus size model and when I tell you now she was an 8 to 10 like she was a perfect size yeah like gorgeous and then Janice Dixon was like you need to lose about 20 pounds but like we just grew up as little 
sponges like taking all that in yeah. and like to be skinny was attractive and sexy where yeah. it's you know it's not it was actually really toxic and you know probably created so many bloody eating disorders and disordered eating because I know I had a bad relationship with mm. food definitely in like the early early years of my 20s mm. I used to like restrict myself not eat like I remember like having like a ham slice with just like a bit of a salad for lunch like a ham slice oh, like God, a Denny ham slice and a bit of salad <laughs> and then like I just have my dinner and I'd skip breakfast or just have Americano like, yeah, and you're probably so, like buzzing with yourself yeah you're like I'm so skinny. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it was all well. Like yeah. I just like had no idea that I wasn't pumping enough nutrition into mm. my body. Yeah, where it's missed now. Do you know what I mean? I feel like well, that's but it's not missed really so much anymore. There's a lot of information out there, and a lot of people are being a lot more like body aware and conscious. Well, it's but, trying to break the cycle of like mm. what you've been told is the way you should look or the size you should be yeah. by everybody for so long, and it's I like know. now everybody. I think in our generation is trying to push back a bit and just be like, no, fuck off. Or, you know what I remember my mom doing the whole time? You know, the uh, Special K box. And I'd be like, eat two bowls of Special K and lose two jeans. Special G- K size. diet. Yeah. yeah, and lose a jean size. And it was like plastered all over TV. It was plastered all over your Special K Kellogg's mm. boxes. And it, it was but like... It was literally. It, I definitely tried it. I it said it was just like calorie res, was like fourteen hundred calories a day or twelve hundred calories a day, but it was just like I wouldn't even know. Many, I didn't even know what calories were when that was out. It was just oh no, only because I remember I saw something years on after just being like how unhealthy and unhinged this was. I know. To just eat cereal all day and like the sugar contents and everything. Matt. I know. But like I know we're talking about that kind of like toxic-ish era. I don't know. I think a lot of that stuff would never get aired now. I know. But you know, do you not remember? I don't know if you ever saw this, but I remember watching it recently because I watched a Spice Girl documentary a couple of months ago. I can't remember what it was called, but it was how they were torn apart by mm. the media and just the stuff they went through. It was disgusting. And Victoria Beckham went on live TV after she'd had Brooklyn and the host was like, oh, are you are you back to the weight you were before you had the baby or whatever? Oh and she was God. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, Grand, well, we're going to test you. And he took out a weighing scale. Oh, sorry, I remember this. And he made her get on it and weigh herself. Oh. Like what? I know. To think back at all that, God, that was like late 90s. Like, I wonder everybody has fucking like body issues. Yeah. I almost feel like in in my Roman Empire can be at the best of times having babies, like thinking of everyone having babies around me and then trying to, you know, be a certain, like not be a certain size. Like if I was kind of, but like if I always feel like I'm always conscious when I've definitely had like a couple of weeks of like overindulging if I've been away on holidays. You know, if you go away on holidays for two weeks and you've drank and ate yourself silly, which you should and you deserve. Yeah. But after that, you have this like conscious yeah. thing in the back of your mind. It's like my realm, like it's my version. It's 100% your headspace though, yeah. isn't it? Like yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like everything is, it's probably most likely if you came back from holidays, I wouldn't really notice much of a difference from you, but you'd feel like you were. But like that's like my Roman empire, especially when I go on holidays for an example, I went away there. I was away for like six weeks constantly, as you know, I was yeah. road tripping around the place <laughs> and I fully put on I'd say easy about, and I don't like talking about weight, by the way, but I did put on, I'd say easy about eight to 10 pounds, I think. And I was just like, okay, well, <laughs> we need to lose them or like, you know, get yourself back on track. You can't be overindulging and eating yeah. like the way I was the last six weeks. Yeah, like so in for, holiday mode. Yeah, but yeah. Th- that would be as soon as I come back from holidays, I instantly, straight away, it's probably a bad thing, but I'm like, oh no, I, ha- I was like, I have to lose this now. I need to scale it back. I really need to be healthy. really need to be good. Would you ever feel that way coming back from like... Of course. Yeah, yeah I, I mean... 
there's not I don't find me one girl or woman that there's not a day goes by where like their weight doesn't come into it in some capacity there is I mean they don't exist I'm sorry like I, I know I kind of just made this point already but like it's 100% like generational like all, we, all of that stuff is learned and just ingrained in us from mm-hmm. previous you know women close to us or whatever who've gone through that themselves as well yeah. I think yeah you're so right like it's just from years and years ago like of the toxic TV that you used to like you know inhale when you were younger like it'd always be on ads or different stuff but even like I'm reading this article that was printed in Vogue in the 1970s <laughs> lose two and a half kilograms in three days mm. so breakfast was one egg hard boiled one glass of white wine dry chablis by the way that's actually French Chardonnay you know the way I love it <laughs> Woo! Um, a black coffee then lunch was two hard boiled eggs poached if necessary two glasses of white wine and a black coffee oh my god you'd be pissed and then dinner was um, 150 gram steak grilled with black pepper lemon juice and remainder of white wine one bottle allowed per day black coffee what the fuck I'm probably a rake of cigarettes it's the 1970s but actually do you, okay sorry that's wild. Wild. But in you know, in like, remember, you'll probably know this body, whatchamacallit, like body shows. You know what Siobhan O'Hagan did? What's that? Like, what is it called? They're like weightlifters, or not weightlifters, like body composition shows, you know, where people like. Oh, a bikini builder. Yeah, those things. Like the night before their weigh in or whatever, they have white wine. Oh, yeah. To like shred yeah. it. It dehydrates it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, maybe that's the And logic. so does black coffee. There so you go. Just... We've cracked the code. Oh my God, we've cracked. Guys. And your protein, girls. <laughs> it's a balanced diet, okay? <laughs> we can't fault it. But that is just mental. You know what made me think there when you were talking about, you were talking about, I thought for a second you were going to talk about a TV show that Siobhan was on, but it's nothing got to do with that. Made me think of like the Operation Transformation and how bad they were. Siobhan, how are you No, she wasn't. Oh. I'm saying that's what, I thought for a second she was on a TV show. Oh, yeah, then, yeah. I thought in my God, head. you're so right. How bad that operation transformation was and said, well, you're not trying hard enough. And the poor woman was like, I'm going out walking, I'm doing whatever I can. And they the were the hardest just, watch. But I, that was, I'm actually just thinking that how awful that is and how that was even allowed to be yeah. televised or hopefully like they've taken it well, off for, now. Yeah, for anybody who hasn't seen the clip, it was like kind of what Neve said was that there's this woman, you know, they have leaders in Operation Transformation mm. and she got on the scales and she hadn't dropped and, and she started bawling crying because they were like, the judges were hammering her. Mm-hmm. I think they were like, you've let your country down, like you're not taking this serious and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. she was like bawling crying, being like, I'm doing everything I can. I'm sticking to the diet. I'm... I'm walking on this and that. And I'm, I'm sorry, a woman's body is so complicated. It could be her time of the month. It could be loads of things. She mightn't have slept. Mm. And it's just like this whole fucking toxic thing in your head that like weight equates success or failure. Yeah. It's so yeah. bad. And that's why I think even with my kind of training, with my outlook now with looking towards food and like, okay, let's be honest, I'm going to have to restrict myself in some capacity to, you know, lose a small few pounds to feel good in my dress. Yeah. But I think, you know, I would never be, st- I never stand on a weighing scales ever again now because just of how you're, you're so right with your women's body changing all the time. If you didn't get enough sleep, if you didn't get enough water, yeah. if you're doing your periods, like stress is a huge thing. Yeah. So that's why I, I avoid the scales at all. Do you, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I find them really triggering. Like, yeah, I never stand yeah. on them ever again. It's actually just how I feel yeah. and how I'm performing each day yeah. and how I feel in the gym and what's working for me and what's not working. Yeah. Like that's how I gauge it. And then how I feel in my clothes. Yeah. Like at the moment, 
oh, my clothes are a little bit tight, but that's grand. You've been having a ball. They've been having a <laughs> You've honestly, been living well. I've been living well and I, ha- I haven't been consistent with my exercise and like, that's absolutely fine. You're not like, living like a king. <laughs> how kings live. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, no, just on like the scales thing and like I just would, t- one of my big things is like, don't be jumping on any scales. Like just how you feel. Yeah is what important and feeling like, comfortable in yeah. your clothes like you don't have to be looking and everyone's body shape is different yeah. everyone's genetically build different yeah. for people who are like oh I want to look like them it's like well you'll actually probably maybe never look like them you're tall and you know you've broad shoulders and I'm petite but like I kind of actually have little I don't have wide hips but like whatever. yeah everybody's shape is, everyone's shape yeah. is different yeah and that's like really important too take note of yeah so. I did find like you know with the scales if like if you're in the gym or whatever like and especially if you're like going up in weights because in the gym that me and David are doing with them like they're progressing you so you're like lifting mm. heavier and I'm like I know that like muscles like heavier than fat so yeah, it's yeah. like we did like this scan thing and like oh yeah the in body scan thing yeah when I looked at it I was like working hard I was like oh my god how is that and then when you look at your inches it's gone in so you've yeah. actually lost but they were like no no muscle is way heavier than fat yeah and so whereas if I didn't get that education I would have ruined my week I would have been like I'm working really hard here and I'm just like gaining weight like fuck this shit I know I'm going to get a cake yeah do you know Out what I mean scales yeah and even on like you know the way I was saying there like I was some of my clothes are a little bit tighter and I've been having a ball <laughs> but and I know this is a huge thing for everyone, but like going into Zara, like going into Zara and NS, there's a couple of things that wouldn't even fit me in a medium or a large. Like, and I just, I would still look at myself and I would think I'm I'm not a large, do you know? Well, no, but, but, but just based on your 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 clothes size, like your yeah. clothes size wouldn't be large, it would be like whatever, you yeah, know what I mean? like if, medium, Like, medium. there's no way I'd go near Zara if I was having a bad day already yeah. because they take the piss out of you. I know. And they take the piss out of their advertising as well. Have you seen the way they like advertise products? There's a whole like meme page about that. Where? Zara. On, on, on Zara? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, I actually enjoy really loads of people who who really started the movement around Zara sizes when they'd come on and be like, this is yeah. a medium. And like... It, well, why is it in our head though about like that if you have to go up a size for your clothes to fit you better, it's like you nearly feel like a failure or something sometimes. I know, I know. Somebody, I saw this, it might again actually have been Shawana Hagen. I was like, just buy the jeans to fit you. Yeah. And it should really it be that size. simple. I know. But we're all fucked up. I know, it's all right. And it's probably, well, I know, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I was a bit devo going in, putting on, like, the large top. It was, like, tight on me. And I th- actually think it was, like, a top and a dress. Mm. And I was like, geez, I've never been, like, a large. But, like, oh, fuck it, like, it's grand. But then thinking, like, I was just in my head for so long. I was like, oh, I'm either an extra small or a small. Mm. And going into a shop that used to be like a small and then going in to have a large like plays a huge effect on your mm, head I know now luckily I've been really good with my headspace while well, trying to be lately that I wasn't letting it get in at me and I was able to be like well the result of this Neva is that you haven't been trying that hard in the gym and you've been off gallivanting <laughs> <laughs> for every opportunity you have been so like that is the result and then like I suppose when you get into I've noticed now going into my 30s my metabolism has slowed down dramatically and you have to work that little bit harder you know yeah. you can't be eating I'd love to eat you know cheat meals well I wouldn't maybe I would actually I'd love like lovely cheat meal every day and a, a, what, what would you have? Oh, like if we were to get into it, I'd have like a chicken fillet roll, garlic cheese chips, diet coke. Oh yeah, yeah. you'd be going like, straight to abracadabra, wouldn't yeah. you? You'd never <laughs> would, think that about me. I would a heart attack as well. Yeah, <laughs> with all the you'd go out and happy. stuff. But um, yeah, but like I suppose all this wedding talk now—it's kind of made me realise because for I, I feel like I did have 
it was just my lifestyle. I was just always like in the gym and eating healthy and that the last two years have kind of slowed me down a bit and I've seen kind of results because I actually don't fit into a lot of my clothes anymore. And then going into Zara and then having a small, medium, not fit and then going into the large. Like that is, I feel like anyone could relate to that. Being like, oh, that's a bit disheartening. But um, yeah, it, sh- it shouldn't be that way though. Look, it is what it is, but it's just... Oh, that's what I'm saying. It's just everybody equates your weight to success or failure, I think. Mm. Do you know? Yeah. And it's so exhausting, it isn't is it? So it exhausting. Actually, we were only talking about this on Saturday, like with a couple of our friends and it's like, you just get to a point where you're like, I'm so exhausted with like that consuming how you feel. I know, I know. And I even, I was, I know I mentioned this at the start, talking about how I used to always be so focused on like, well, I used to be so focused on cardio training. Yeah. And like, even like when I posted that thing on the Instagram, I was like, oh God, I got like this automatic, like reset in my mind. Being like, oh, okay, uh, I need to now make sure I go for my two runs this week and do my Metcon classes, which are mm. real ca- high calorie based yeah. kind of yeah. exercise. And when you think about it, like it's actually so important to be like lifting weights and li- training that way. Mm. Now, I know that kind of what style of training is so good back from 2019. I actually felt like I was in the best shape of my life. And that was all down to like heavy lifting. Mm. And like that's so important for like women as well. Yeah. So like obviously I was saying me and David had, had started running together, but I just don't know how people would do that like progressive weightlifting if they were on their own like unless oh, they had a because no. like now when they like make you do the bench press or whatever I'd be like I could never even make eye contact with that and <laughs> like not that they're massive but I would you would just stay in your comfort zone but yeah. then you're actually like pushing on and progressing but like you need a coach yeah you, you definitely need like a personal training unless you're, you're lifting weights Bonnie Ryan yeah. <laughs> you're really focused <laughs> no but like when you're lifting weights like you 100% need to be taught how to lift a weight because you'll do damage to yourself like from the likes of squats deadlifts bench mm. press there's a certain way of lifting them there's a certain way your body should be mm. so yeah I 100% agree but that's daunting and then some people would just totally avoid that because they go into a big gym especially if it's like a not like a class based mm. gym it's just like a fly fit or whatever gym yeah, you yeah. go to but just open weights you're going in and you you feel like intimidated. The men just it's take like, over in there. The men just take over exactly, and you feel intimidated. But and then people just will go to like the stepper machine or like you know the treadmill and just like carry their way out. Where you know you should. I have found so much benefits from like weightlifting. But you're getting into the weightlifting now, but because you're in a class. Well, because you kind of have like a small class, so it's like you're getting coached. Yeah, do you know what yeah. I mean? And it's then, like a boutique kind of style training. Yeah, like small group training. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like there'd yeah. never be more than like six in the class. Or oh my whatever. god, that's amazing! Yeah, it's it's yeah. so good, and like you can feel the benefits from it, mm. from you know. But like, I would have never been arsed to like pick up a heavy, heavy weight. Even though I know that's the whole point of it. But I'm like, oh, no, I can't do that. But like, you actually can. Yeah. If you're getting coached, do you know. And the huge thing with weight training, and I know that's why I was saying earlier that I'll have my porridge. Like I'll have a big bowl of porridge in the morning because I need fuel because I will be going to lift weights because a lot of my training now is focused around weight training mm. a little bit of cardio here and there with a little bit of running and stuff but mostly weight training is the focus mm. but like it's so important when you are weight training to be fueling correctly and you know I mean the top tip for anyone who wants to you know maybe start their weight loss journey is eating protein and making sure that they're hitting their protein content now I'm not talking about protein supplements if you're not getting protein from food mm you should have a protein supplement. But like a lot of those protein supplements can be very artificial and are not actually great, depending on what one you're getting them from. But generally speaking, you should be getting your protein from food. And I think one of the biggest tips that I can give is 
high protein diet, like a very balanced plate, like have like your plate full of your fats. Like it should be from every kind of food group. Protein, fats, carbs and fibre, I think is what your plate should kind of look like. And if you want to start your little weight loss journey, protein is important. With fueling the body, it's so important. You can't perform without fuel. It's like petrol in a car. So even though I'm starting my lovely little, I wouldn't even, I don't even like the word cleanse, juice cleanse. It's more, I just want like a reset. Just doing a bit of a reset. I feel like my body needs a good, I suppose, maybe it is a cleanse detox. I just feel like I've been not the healthiest lately and I just want a, a good fresh start. Yeah. And that is really the crack yeah I just got a picture of my seared piece of beef did you what's it looking like I'm just happy it's on the pan to be honest yeah great hopefully there's some potatoes or something (laughs) but he was looking for the peeler so that's good yeah so come here we had a few listener questions in and one of them stopped me in my tracks go on where are the Movember men oh honey the best time of the year where the hell are they actually? Where the hell are they? Yeah. You know who is doing it? Jamie's brother. He does it every religiously every year. Jamie does it sometimes, isn't doing it this year. I haven't seen a lot of Movember. And I've been rocking around town. But and but I do feel like there is kind of more moustaches in the ether anyway. All year round now, isn't there? Yeah, there is. They're kind of on brand. So maybe I we're just desensitised to them. I haven't from a promotion side. It's very true. I haven't seen one thing. I haven't seen one thing. Oh my God, yeah. And I think that's really important because November is a huge month for obviously men with mental health. Or is it cancer now? I think it's like a load of different things now. Let's check it out. We'll find out. So I actually looked it up. It's an annual event involving growing moustaches, obviously for <laughs> men's health issues, prostate cancer, testicular, men's suicide. So it's everything. We all were correct. We all were correct. I have another one. This one would be really hard. I can't even imagine. And I'm sure you can't even imagine being on the side of this but how do you deal with the fact my in-laws hate me my mother-in-law is a control freak oh my god I swear to god like I don't know how people deal with that because that's Mm. such a struggle it is because you basically become one family you know if it's somebody you're going to marry well she said in-laws didn't she so I presume yeah in-laws so they're already married pretty serious or they're married look don't get me wrong I adore my mother-in-law but you know I feel like any mother and any mother-in-law definitely has their moments. And I always feel like... Everybody does, yeah. Yeah, everyone does. But like to have that constantly all the time and to have to feel like you they hate you is just awful. Like, But I feel like there should be like a really nice, honest conversation there. Maybe they could all come together. and. Yeah, I, I feel for the partner as well. Because yeah. I'd imagine they, you know, at Are some torn. point would feel really in the middle they could be a messenger person or you know yeah. it's, it's fucking a head wreck for them as well but like I don't know it, you know sometimes like people say oh just talk about it or whatever but like maybe it's easier said than done I think mm. if you can't talk to somebody like that if they're just not on your level you're going to have to find coping strategies for yourself to just disassociate yeah. when they're behaving in a certain way it's like that's their behaviour it's not yeah, yours it's got to do, do you know you. rather than trying to tackle a beast that like mm. <laughs> the mother-in-law's a beast you know what I mean? like, <laughs> beast of a woman <laughs> no you're so right just sear her on the pan and put her in yeah. the oven <laughs> Yeah, like I feel like if I was in that position, honest conversation and maybe trying to figure it out for the two of you. And if not, then it's just a disassociate yourself and just try not let it affect you. You just have to try to play the long game because if they're mm-hmm. going to be your mother-in-law, like the main thing is that you, you're like, how does this be selfish? But like, how can I navigate this situation to work best for me? Yeah. Do you know? And my husband. I, obviously your husband too. Yeah. Like I would imagine if you could find ways to calm yourself in that situation, you're partner be happier as well yeah totally agree do you know another one will you do a live show no <laughs> I'm doing it with you anyway would you not 
Well, that's, just, that's the pot out the window. I just... I was going to say, I'd just do it with my producer, Siobhan. My producer. Sorry, our I've had producer. enough for you now, Stephen, if you're wrapping this shit up. <laughs> no, we'd love to do a live show. Um, like, we had such a good time at EP. I couldn't get over, like, everyone, like, that all the seats were taken. And that was, was a highlight fun. of my year. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. Love? Yeah, because, like... Well, you never know, you might have another highlight this year. No, that's it. After that comment's never done. <laughs> no, but, like, that would have been so out of my comfort zone. I yeah. still can't even believe that we did it. And then the fact that, like people actually came <laughs> I know at 12 o'clock and it was like a sauna and people would have been hung over and like I'm grandma were there do you know what I mean yeah. that's a flat I know and what James Kavanagh was our guest yeah he had to be there and God love him. to think that like I suppose there was a lot of people in the crowd that could like definitely have empathy we had empathy for each other because we we're both equally hung over mm. like it was so fun so we'd love to do a live show yeah. I'd love to do like a little sugar club moment or like you know like a little intimate kind of style vibe yeah I think every you're always like you always have to have goals and stuff so I'm sure one will be coming yeah so maybe stay put Hopefully. on that if me and Neve don't fall out <laughs> might find another co-host Neve, are you, you well in the head <laughs> really now digging it deep I'm only joking no, it's too I far. would never in my life yeah you'd never find another me it's me right. Vanessa and Nessa and Neve and there's nothing you can do about it <laughs> nothing anyone can do about it <laughs> Okay, well, that was the very last episode ever of Neve and Nessa because we <laughs> broke up on air. Never. No, we will be back next week. And thank you so much for listening. Thanks so much for listening. And let us know. We loved those questions there. So keep sending them in. And our email is at unveiled at goloudnow.com. And we'll chat you next week. Love you. Bye. Bye. This is Unveiled with Neve Cullen and Nessa Morrissey, a Go Loud original podcast. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.